Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dirt and Sprague. Ours is a new love, but it burns very brightly and it gets hot and sweaty and stanky. There's some stank on that love. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You think you're going to find somebody that's going to be like psyched to go to Applebee's with you every Friday night and hear the same football stories about how you rocked in high school? I did rock in high school football. You want to check tape? And Brendan Sprague. You know about the uh, cup sizes and all? I have different cups. Yeah, I, I know about the cup. You got the A, the the C, the D. That's the biggest. I know the D is the biggest. I based my whole life on knowing that the D is the biggest. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Thanks for being with us on a Thursday, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Got a lot to get to here in the final hour of the show. Local controversy that needs to be discussed. We have a new text line, 503-864-6326. Hit us up. I mean, somebody somebody tweeted, Justin tweeted, said, calling a franchise cheap for not wanting to pay someone who has never played a full season is a new one. You know football is what have you done for me lately. And and to the last sentence, I'd say, you're right. It is what you've done for me lately. The problem is what Jason highlighted, though. Like, you have a reputation. That reputation didn't just start, by the way, with Lamar Jackson. No. It's it's happened for a while now. You had a, you had a rookie deal with a quarterback that you could have provided weapons for, and you chose to do nothing. Yeah. And, yeah, he got hurt. That sucks. But, like, you think you're going to get better than Lamar Jackson? I just – that assumption is a – it's an interesting one to me. Have fun with that, man. It's a gamble. There's no doubt about that. On the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Uh, let's start with Start. Cut. No, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Start, bench, or trade. Okay. Oh, boy. Start, bench, or trade. Pancakes, French toast, or waffles. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and this is just uh, this is like plain waffles, plain pancakes. Like, not like blueberry pancakes. Uh, you, you can, or you can, you, pancakes. you can, no, we've kind of, okay. there's wiggle room. Wherever your mind yeah. wants to take it, Wherever it's okay. What's the, what's the worst one? Cut? Is that the worst one? Uh, the worst one, sorry, trade. start, bench, or trade. Trade is oh, the worst. trade. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I get to put it on my enemy, basically. Yes. I get to give them the worst item. Okay. Or you could uh, trade the best item for a haul in return. Maybe you want to trade <laughs> oh, waffles for point. some yeah. bacon and sausage maybe, and eggs, you know? Maybe, like, maybe waffles are having a moment right now they and their stock be. is really high and we want to give them. All right, well, I'll pretend that the stock is trading at the normal level for all three breakfast items. Okay. Uh, I'm trading French toast without even blinking. Um, wow. And then am I starting? See, like a really good waffle is better than pancakes. Like the ceiling of waffle yeah. is better. So I, uh, on my honeymoon, I went to London. Uh, my wife and I went to London. And during the summer, I had just an incredible week. We went to, there's a skyscraper 
there's a restaurant on like the 150th floor or something. It's like a 360 degree view of, uh, of London. And the name of the restaurant's called duck and waffle. That's the name of it. <laughs> and yeah, and you'll, you'll never believe what their specialty item is. Pancakes. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, the, so we, we get there and we know, you know, we know what we're going to get. What am I going to get? The fruit plate. So I, I was like, all right, we'll take, uh, you know, big duck and waffle, whatever. And the waffle, so obviously you got like duck breast on it and syrup and some other spices, whatever. It was incredible. But like, the, the height that waffle can achieve, I think, is better for a pancake, like, day-to-day pancakes are probably going to be better, right? So mm. I'll say, like, I'm, I'm starting waffle, but, like, a quick hook if the waffle is, like, not good. <laughs> like, pancakes are coming off the bench and giving me some, like, more reliable scoring. So the British do duck and waffle, whereas Americans do chicken and waffle. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think... I, w- I wouldn't lump the British all together on this one. This sure. is the same country that does, like, bangers and mash and yes. kidney pie and all this stuff. I would say, like, <laughs> London does a lot of things really well. So, like, New York does a lot of things really well. Um, duck and waffle, I would say, was unique to this one restaurant. I bet if I, like, went around, I could get chicken and waffle somewhere. I might have to assemble it myself, but I could uh, I could probably do something in England like that. I, I don't want you to misconstrue what I'm going to kind of throw at you here, okay? Uh, I can't wait for this. You know, I can't wait for this one. You're a good friend of our show, and I'm a P1 <laughs> listener of your, your, your show with Nick. I think you guys – I don't just listen for gambling advice. I hope you know that. Like, listeners don't just watch or listen to your show just because you guys have numbers and – you break it all down from gambling perspectives. You guys are entertaining. And so I ask you, I say that to ask you this. Can we be in a trust tree together and admit football season's over? We're, we're a little less than a week out now. Season's done. There's some part of you that's a little sad because there's nothing better than gambling on football. Can we, can we be honest? Or is there something for you that like you secretly are like, yes, now I'm done with football. I can dive into what I really love. So the, the only we can, what are we at a trust tree? Is that what you call it? It's a trust tree. We use that term all the time. And I never, I never use trust tree, but maybe I should start using trust tree. So we'll, all right. Well, so I'm like on a branch and you're on a branch or whatever. No, we're in a tree house. We're in a tree house together, sharing secrets like friends. Really elaborate. That's good. Is there like a rope swing? That's pretty cool. Like Ken, I Um, smell my hands. Do you ever do that? Like, no. Okay. Well, there's, there's the trust. Well, now you're, now you're out of the clubhouse. So, okay. So the, uh, so the only exception that I'll make, so you're right. And I think everyone's like feeling that football hangover, especially this weekend. NBA is about to go on their all-star break. Most people don't care about hockey, even though it's like a pretty fun sport. College basketball is like starting to simmer, but it hasn't come to a boil yet necessarily. So there's kind of this like dead zone. The golf this weekend is actually going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. If anybody cares about that, Uh, people probably watching that already this morning. So like, you're right. There's definitely this time where it's like, oh man, no more football, whatever. But like, think of it from my perspective for seven months. So I'll give you, here's a, this isn't a trivia. Here's a, you better, you bet trivia question. Aside from Christmas, when was the last time Ken had two consecutive days off? Not like, not like off, like on a Monday, Tuesday, like literally like a Saturday, Sunday or anything else, two consecutive days off prior to Christmas. The correct answer was labor day. That was the correct answer. Mm. So it's like six days a week, seven days a week for six months. I miss football too. I'm going to miss it a lot more after I'm off the rest of this week. And after I take a copious amount of vacation, (laughs) then I'm going to miss it because then I'll be like refreshed and everything. I don't miss the schedule, um, but I miss the betting. But to your point, like the, the thing that I'm the most excited about, so I'm a little different. We did these interviews with all the talent on the, uh, the BetQL networks, the networks that our show is on. All these different, like, minute-long interviews, quick-hitting questions. What's the best bet you've ever won? Like, what's the worst beat you've ever – all this stuff. And they asked everybody, what's your favorite sport to bet on? 
And as you would imagine, like you guys would probably answer, like immediately it's like football, 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 but like it's everybody's answer, right? Uh, and it, it, the best part is they spliced it up. So it's like 13 of us in a row and I'm in the middle and it's like football, football, football. And I'm like, the NCAA tournament is like my favorite thing. <laughs> so of course I'm like the weirdo that doesn't say football. Uh, I love the end, not college basketball. College basketball can be lame and there's a million games. And like, I don't follow half the schools. Amen. The NCAA tournament's my favorite sporting event by far. So we're like actually getting closer to my favorite thing. And I, it's like all I'm putting all of my attention into and like all that I'm thinking about. And then when that ends, then it's like April and then we're just like shut off and like we miss, I miss football a lot by then. Yeah. So I'm with you, but like a month from now. So like a month from now, six weeks from now, I will be in the same situation. Yeah, there's always that hangover period. And then you, you're like, okay, the schedule's a little bit nicer. And then by the time you hit late spring, kind of early summer, you're just, you're jonesing for it. You're fiending for it. But that's kind of the beautiful part about football. It's a quick season. It comes and goes. And it always leaves us wanting more whenever it's officially done. Let me ask you something. We were just talking about Lamar Jackson and his whole situation in Baltimore. And this is just a, a shot in the dark, but I've always like, is there value in trying to predict or get inside, you know, follow inside information on where he could end up? Like if he ends up in Atlanta, for example, if the trade goes down, if they can't reach an agreement on a contract, like I imagine Atlanta's, you know, N NFC title odds and divisional odds are going to jump right now. They got to be near the damn bottom of the barrel. Like, is there any value in that of trying to speculate where a big time player could get traded? Because ooh, a preemptive bet, a preemptive bet of, because I mean, if you got Atlanta now, now, again, you're, you're getting a good return on your money. Sure. Well, I think you've hit on something that's really smart, to be honest, and like something that more betters should probably do Me? more often. Holy crap. Wait, 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 wait. We're, Me? The we're all in the trust tree, right? We're in the clubhouse. I said something Jake, smart. Stuff, okay, so. sweet. Uh, so, but I think what you've hit on is I think most people that bet like to bet on like a game and it's like, here's what I think is going to happen in the game. Right. So it's, I think this team's going to win or I, this team stinks or whatever, or like, you know, Mahomes is awesome. So I'm going to bet the chiefs in the super bowl and you would have been right. And he was awesome. But like, that's kind of like how most people approach betting and like some of the best ways to approach betting in general are to try to get ahead of obvious information would be the right way to put it. So you don't want to speculate like, you know, if there's like a free agent and 10 teams are interested, it's probably not a good idea to like, whatever, bet all 10 teams or try to like, just make your guess without any information whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But when stuff starts becoming really clear, and this could be trades, this could be, uh, I'll give you an example. Last year, the Jets had four first round draft picks and had like a hundred million dollars to spend in free agency or something like that. Uh, the year before maybe, and then they had the draft picks. And, like, it was really obvious this time of year that when their win total opened and it was five, uh, that was the opening win total, that just because of things you could see coming, the draft, free agency, the perception of the team with a second-year quarterback, whatever, mm -hmm. you could tell that that number was going to go up. And it, the stuff hadn't happened yet, but you knew that they had the picks. You knew that free agency was a big deal. Like, you knew all the things. And so you could kind of look into the future and be like, I think that price is really likely to get better. And so, like, you bet the Jets over five. I think it closed, like, six and a half or something like that. And then they went over the number, obviously. Anyway, but whether they went over the number or not is irrelevant. Um, you know, an NBA player coming back from an injury. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I bet – uh, I bet a lot of, and I got really lucky on this. I bet a lot of the Suns to win their division before Devin Booker came back. And the idea was like, okay, well, when he comes back, they're way better. And the market's not pricing it like it's supposed to be priced. And I know he's coming back. It hasn't happened yet, but I know he's coming back. So even just like looking on the calendar and being like, all right, what is going to happen in the future? That's like a known thing. 
Sometimes the market's really bad at that, honestly. And whether it's Lamar Jackson, and I don't have a clue where Lamar's going, they can franchise him, and then maybe they trade him, maybe they don't. There's a lot of ways it can play out. Aaron Rodgers is a really interesting one. Like, where do you guys think Aaron Rodgers is going? The Raiders. Raiders and Jets are probably the other two. Maybe the Jets, right, is the other one. So the really interesting with Rodgers is, like, here's maybe – maybe even more than Lamar just because of, like, the pedigree. Here's a guy – here's a singular player who will move futures prices more than any other singular player in this offseason, basically, like the people that we think are going to move. He's the guy who will move stuff the most. But, like, if he goes to the AFC, what's the most a price can move, right? Like, if he goes to the Jets, are you putting the Jets ahead of the Bengals, the Chiefs, or the Bills? Are you putting them ahead of any of them? Mm -hmm. They're probably fourth. Right. That's like a reasonable place to put them maybe ahead of the bills if like everyone's really that down. But I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe fourth. So it's almost like that's a case where you can maybe try to get ahead of something. And even if he goes to the Jets, are you even getting a lot out of it? Like if they're 25 to one to win the Super Bowl now, what is like the lowest they can pile? Like, are they going to jump Mahomes? Of course not. So it's just it's in each situation. Kind of like, all right, what's the most a price can move based on like someone changing teams? So Lamar to the NFC is a really interesting one because the NFC stinks and there's like a ton of room and behind Philly. The second spot's open. Like, what if Brock Purdy's not ready for San Francisco? So a long answer there, but I think that's like a really good way to think about betting. Like, what is going to happen in the future that we kind of know? And what happens if that stuff happens? Uh, as quickly as possible, the golfer, I know you're alive better too, so you may change your, your thoughts during the uh, the tournament, but the Genesis teed off. We've got guys already. John Rahm is two under. Is there a golfer you identified going into the tournament that you like? Mm. Yeah, a co- I bet on a couple guys. I bet on uh, Tony Finau and Colin Morikawa over the two that I bet on, and it was just driven by price. Rahm is the most likely player to win. I actually think, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, if you bet Rom right now, all the major markets are open for the four major championships this year. If you bet Rom in all of them, are you up money at the end of the year? Basically. <laughs> um, and I, and and by the way, to be, to be up money, he has to win one. Mm-hmm. And if, if he wins two, you're up a million. So it just kind of like that's kind of how I'm thinking about how his season's going to go. I mean, just by far the most talented player right now, not even close, and playing most talented player and playing really well. And we're six weeks from the Masters. I, I mean, I actually might just bet him to win every major. So that's not really like the, the, the sharpest opinion in the world, but that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. Any action on NBA All-Star Weekend? Yeah, my action's going to be like going out to dinner with my wife. And <laughs> the sports that's going to be my action. So. Well played. That's, he's where, a host. that's where I'm at on that. He's yeah. the host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. He's just joining a couple of smart guys who ask hard-hitting questions, and that's all we do around here. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. We always appreciate the time. It sounds like you're going on vacation, so I don't know if you're on next Thursday, but whenever we talk to you next, we, uh, we look forward to it. Thanks as always. Um, I'll make some time for you guys next Thursday. No look problem. Look Trust trees back. There we go, yeah. baby. We're in the tree. Yeah. We're in the tree together. Look at the tree boys. <laughs> the tree. There you go, Ken Barkley. Of you better, you bet. All right. Um, good stuff there. I I did want to look up. I I didn't even mean to ask a smart question, but I guess a clock's right twice today. I just I don't know. That was just a thought bubble I had. Like, where do you think Atlanta's odds are to win the NFC South and win the NFC next year? No, they, I mean I I want to give him. He's right. That was a really smart thing, and it's something that. If it doesn't happen, obviously you're flushing your money down the toilet. But yeah, but it, it, does, it could be worth a flyer, like a a unit, a half unit. Like you don't have to put a big price tag on that. I bet Atlanta to win the division or the conference. I bet to win their division, there's something like six to one. 
I bet you to win the conference, there's something like 12 to, to 14 to 1. Well, I'll look that up during the break okay. so we can speculate if we want to make that uh, bet or not together because they are a candidate to potentially land Lamar Jackson. Let's get to a controversial local story and people that should be in jail. Next on the... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But we never relax in All right, welcome back in. 822 here on a Thursday morning. So I got a little protein bar in my mouth there. I'm with Tony Romo on you. Jim, Jim, Jim. Don't leave it on the desk again and get me blamed. <laughs> People, I love how there's a there's a random chocolate here that just got left the other day. No, that's an almond roca. An box almond roca there. Okay, we just are relieving almond rocas in here now. I didn't complain uh, to anybody. I didn't send out a tweet about an almond roca. Yeah, that's either a meringue or an Ortner thing. I think somebody it looks like yeah, it just looks gross too. But hey, whatever. I, you know, I go with the flow, baby. Let's talk about throwing people in jail. <laughs> Because people need to be in jail. <clears throat> look at this dude in the tiger onesie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a look. Let's go, Tiger! I still give my brother a hard time when we went to the Masters. He was one of the guys that yelled at Tiger, and I still make fun of him. What do you for mean? Why would you make fun of him for we, that? We, we, we saw him tee off on the first hole, and he's walking down the fairway at Augusta. And he, you know, we were 20, 30 yards down or whatever. And it was kind of quiet. It's kind of a more quiet scene-ish. And nobody was saying anything, and he's just there. Let's go, Tiger! <laughs> Game one of those. And I'm like, really? You're that guy? You're that guy at a golf tournament? You yelled? He was like, he heard it, though. He heard it. Hey, yeah, I, if, think, I think he did hear it. If you get a reaction, it makes it well worth it, It though. does. He did not get a reaction. No, there was no, no. look over, and uh, I kind of wanted, like, a finger gun at him. You know, like, hey, boop-boop. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> None hey, of that I happened. see you, big guy. <laughs> Pow. Uh, we're all familiar with the OLCC, are we not? Uh, a little too familiar. <laughs> 
Well, there's a controversy going on with the OLCC, and we have not talked about this yet this week, and we okay. need to. There was a little hearing that took place in Milwaukee yesterday where okay. a guy got all fired up and started yelling about things are confidential and the media is reporting what's going on, getting all angry. So for those who don't know what has happened, yeah. the executive director of the OLCC, Steve Marks, uh, stepped down last week. I love that he had to step down. We had to take him off in cuffs, and uh, he stepped down at the request of Tina Kotek. Hopefully they're going to follow... Uh, some charges against this dude. Yeah, they're continuing the investigation. Hopefully. Let's keep this thing going. Why so, did you say it like that? This is how we talk about the ULCC. They're continuing the <laughs> investigation. So essentially, for those who don't know how... I'm, let me set the picture for you, okay? Oregon, in the state of Oregon, for those who don't know, all hard liquor is controlled and operated, taxed by the state. Yes. yes. So the state, the OLCC... They are the horse wholesaler. They're basically they're the monopoly. Gestapo when it comes to yes, booze. Yes, they are. They buy it, they store it in a warehouse, and they sell it in independently to liquor stores yeah, and they limit the number of liquor stores you have to have an olcc license they dictate the prices yes mm -hmm. it's yes. a whole thing so they they are the monopoly they run they run the show this dude was running that show well it came out last week in the oregonian that he other employees of the olcc and state lawmakers were doing some uh, funny business here they were one finding out from the stores when the bottles are going to be available before the general public would know so they could jump in line, buy them, and resale them. Yeah. Like Pappy Van Winkle is, is one of the bottles of, of Premier uh, Whiskey that is at the center of this controversy. Those bottles sell for about $300 in the store, a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. If you sell it on the on the secondary market, if you will, you can get $2,000, grand for a bottle because it's very limited. They age it for 23 years, and it's not easily available. So they would find out when the stores were selling it before the public. they go buy it and either keep it or resell it there was also rumors that they were just basically taking things from the warehouse and kind of well we only got 42 bottles of that when in reality they got 51 bottles of that so very controversial and uh the, he has stepped down they're investigating him and a bunch of other different employees but i i know some folks who were in the the high-end bourbon market sphere and this has to make your blood boil this this, this really pisses a lot of people off i have nothing really to add because i think swag needs to blow a gasket on this this is right up his alley but i will say i saw a little bit of what happened yesterday and homeboy answering questions by stating that he's been more than willing to talk to the media while the oregonian has gotten zero response in their three requests is chef's kiss of 2023 of accountability in this damn country where answering questions is not even possible anymore so it's not surprising to see this happen because well the example's been set throughout the whole country. There's no accountability for people, especially people in what you would call power. They've been doing it for eight years. The practice of setting aside bottles went on for eight yeah. years. They only There's such a limited supply of some of these high-end bourbons, uh, especially. And so when they get here, there's supposedly a lottery system that you can That's go on to the to OLCC search and, you know, put your name in and... You know, I think you have to, if you win, you have to prepay or something. You can't just go in and say, yeah, I'll buy it. And then it comes up and you don't. But, but yeah, if you're just skimming off the top and you're, yeah, it's so frustrating. Just so frustrating. <laughs>
So they uncovered, the Oregonia uncovered that uh, top managers <clears throat> at the OLCC got notified when bottles of Pappy Van Winkle and others were going to be at liquor stores. They, they then uh, would jump in line, so to speak, so they could buy them before members of the public would get there. They also found through an open records request. By the way, this was all revealed just because an employee of the OLCC blew the whistle and was like, yo, these dudes are stealing bottles of high-end whiskey. God bless that person. And they ended up opening an yeah, investigation and they found all this get promoted. <laughs> information out. Um, so through the open records request from the Oregonian, which took place last year, it found that the, the, the practice of setting aside certain rare spirits had gone on for at least eight years. It involved six top managers, including the dude who was in charge and his second in command. And they're still trying to figure out who like how far how deep this actually ran. But the Oregonian also reported that uh, top OLCC officials admitted to investigators that they set aside bottles hundreds of times mm. and that some of the people they hooked up with bottles were state lawmakers. Yeah. Yes. So you would get a call from a state lawmaker saying, hey, uh, you got any of that Pappy Van Winkle you can hook me up with? And they'd yeah. grab it out of the warehouse and give it to him. Would you guys like to wager that nothing happens to any of these people? <laughs> well, I love I that will. Tina Kotek didn't even want to like, like didn't even want to criminally investigate this dude. She wanted to like politely ask him to step. What are we doing here? This is illegal. How are we going to let somebody like this get away with it? Because it's and a party and you ain't invited to it, man. <laughs> and now she's named somebody that was overrunning the Department of Corrections to come into the OLCC and Jeez. take over and run the joint. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I was reading up on this a little bit. I've, I've seen a couple of updates of it, and it just, it pisses me off, man. I knew Pappy was real tough to get a hold of. I didn't really understand it until I read this stuff. How yeah. how exclusive yeah. some of these yes. bottles are. Like I'm not I'm not act, I'm not Mr. Bourbon connoisseur. I don't know all the different bourbons. Like if a bar gets a one. hold of one of these right. rare ones, right. you're gonna pay uh, anywhere from fifty to two hundred and fifty bucks for a one and a half ounce. It, pour if or you had if you had like let's say you, that is so insane. Let's say you had a best friend who owned a liquor store, and he calls you right now or right as we get off the air and goes, Jason. I got some pappy in. Get beer by 11 a.m. It's $300. Are you going and buying it? I think one at, at some point, yeah. Not every single time. No, but yeah, to point. have one bottle in your house? Well, I yeah, do that. Today, right now, yeah. you get a phone call after the show. Come here it. by 11, yeah. you get a bottle? Because I don't drink that much whiskey. Yeah. And so I, it, it would last, like, if I had one, you know, elite bottle like that, special occasions, holidays, birthdays, yeah. something like like, that would last me a long time. Right. It's one, yeah, it's a swag's point if you're buying stuff regularly. Like that's <laughs> that's a pretty costly habit you got going on for you. But once, once in a blue moon to shell out for a bottle like that, I think yeah, it's Yeah, if there's it. a big special occasion, you know, big, you know, reunion or anniversary or something that, you know, your boys are getting together and you know that they'll appreciate it. Yeah, one time. Because on the, there's a site, the Flaviar thing that I've done some stuff with, um, they have what they call the vault, and so they have limited supply, high-end sort of different spirits in there that you can go in that are anywhere from a few hundred bucks to several thousand. Oh, good news is I think the slap on the wrists are really going to teach these people a lesson. <laughs> well, she might have wanted to keep it quiet because if there's lawmakers involved, she's trying to. Maybe Tina Kotek's into whiskey. Maybe she's a whiskey person and she I was uh, one of the Expose people getting involved. all of them. What are we doing here? Well, she needs information, though. Yeah. Okay, but like. You can't just terminate guys. You and... think those lawmakers are going to get in trouble? Because I don't. <laughs> like, expose them all. What are we doing here?
Why do we do this? I don't know. I don't know. And so I was. It just the OLCC makes your blood needs boil, to, man. The other problem is, is it's the third largest revenue making department of the state, and so they don't. When Washington went and they got out of the business themselves, so yeah, that's how why, does it work in Washington? Well, Washington's deal was you can buy it in grocery stores. I know you can buy it in grocery stores, but and the consumers thought it was going to be a great deal, but they jacked the alcohol taxes oh. way, way up on it. And so it was not, everybody thought it was going to be a big, everything was going to be cheaper for the consumer. That wasn't the case. I, I just want it in my Fred Myers. I mean, I just, I, if I want liquor, I, I don't want to have to go to a separate store. I mean, it is a real pain in the ass it's having ridiculous. to go somewhere else. Washington did this years ago, and I, I just, I still don't get it. I still don't understand the reasoning for our dumb state. To say no, we're not doing that. You can get big old jugs of stuff at Costco's in Washington. Go to yeah. California and get yeah. big ass bottles of vodka or Washington. Well, as you we still can't like. pump our own gas either. So. <laughs> that I'm okay with. I know how to pump gas. I do it every time when I go to Washington. But like, also that doesn't bother me. They don't have to get out of my car. Yeah, sometimes it's cold. Some days it's cold as hell. I don't want to get out. It's raining a little hard. So I say thank you twice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, anyways, let's lock these people up. It's ridiculous. Stop stealing our booze. Lock Give us up. our booze back, and uh, we're, we should all be fired up about this. Um, okay, let's get to a couple of uh, college football notes we haven't talked about yet this week. Love talking college football year-round. A couple of notes that I find interesting. we uh, get to those next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. where you want to go on a Thursday right there. The Beats. The Beats, baby. Uh, I'm, I'm audible. Hot route. Hot route. I don't know. I don't have enough time to get into my college football stuff here. We've been a little long talking about liquor. It'll happen. Well, we did, we went long with Ken Barkley's. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is true. Come on. Old, old Ken took us a little long. Hey, uh, Swigard. I think I won the clock today. Well, you asked the last question to Ken Barkley. We would have been out on time. Sure wouldn't have. You had to go, hey, what do you oh. like, Gam? I, we should have ended with my brilliant question. I asked a brilliant question. We should have just wrapped it up right there. Yeah, you didn't let him answer, though. <laughs> Who won the clock today? <clears throat> Come on. Hey, if you, if you guys follow this story of the Diamond Sports Group, you know what that is? Uh, no. Okay. No. 
Well, the Diamond Sports Group is a subsidiary of uh, Sinclair okay. Broadcasting, whatever. Uh, and the Diamond Sports Group owns Bally Sports 19 regional networks. Yeah. Now, Bally Sports, for those who don't know what Bally Sports is, if you don't watch extra innings or league pass or whatever, it's, just, it's like your root sports. But So every you know little market has their different name for it. Bally Sports has 19 regional sports networks. And, uh, boys, it is not looking good for old Bally Sports right now. They yesterday uh, announced that they are going to skip their February payment of $140 million, which is an interest-only payment, and basically enter into a 30-day grace period. That will leave them bankrupt. <laughs> And now, again, I remind 19 regional sports networks that will affect fans' ability to watch a sport that is starting relatively soon in sports that are going on right now. That is NBA teams and Major League Baseball teams that air on Bally Sports Networks. Nobody knows how this is going to play out. This is essentially network. Like, imagine Root Sports in a month going bankrupt and being like, well, how the hell are we going to watch Blazer games? What's going to take place? The commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, had to come out yesterday and do a press conference basically saying, we're going to have to cobble together like an extra innings kind of thing to produce and broadcast the games on our own until we figure out what to do. This is this is, to me is one of the bigger stories. That's if it doesn't affect you, you're not going to follow it, but it will play big into the sports landscape of that's a lot of teams that are affected in the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL who air on Bally Sports, and they might be underwater in a month. Uh, yeah, I'm going to push back again and, and use the same thing I said in the last segment to the OLCC. Um, this is not a country of accountability. We've, we're done caring about that. If we're fighting for one side or we're fighting for another side, And I will challenge what you just said about Bally Sports by saying Bally Sports just announced the new Braves play-by-play guy. For a company that's going to be underwater in a month, that sure doesn't seem like a move you would do. They will file bankruptcy. I don't know if Atlanta is one of their markets. Well, so Bally, they don't own all. I don't think they own all the Bally Sports. No, they own 19. They 19 basically bought all of the old Fox Sports right, regional, regional networks. Yeah. Right. But, again, I mean, I have a brother that's done this. I We've seen countless businessmen and companies like, Filing for bankruptcy, cool, and then you still exist and you still sell a lot of crap. Like it's it's not going to put them underwater. I'm not convinced. Here's your uh, business model that they put into place in 2019. They bought the the regional networks from Fox for 10.6 billion dollars in 2019. Okay, 10.6 billion. Right. The company borrowed eight billion of that to make their purchase. (laughs) And uh, I I know this is a shocking turn of events. They have not come close to generating that level of revenue to pay off that loan. Who who told them that that was worth 10 million, 10 billion (laughs) dollars? They reported a net loss uh, in the third quarter of 2022 of $1.2 billion. And again, their payment in the month of February was $140 million interest only. Yeah. Interest only. I mean, well, that, that moron Alex Jones <laughs> just covers is getting hit with all these settlements from the Sandy Hook families for billions of dollars. Guess who's going to file bankruptcy, pay yeah, none of that, and still do a show and make a ton of money? Yeah. To your point, maybe this doesn't end up happening. I don't know if Atlanta's one of them. I know they own 19 of them. And I yeah, think Valley 14 Sports South. Is one of them is, yeah. under this umbrella. So then to your point, you know, hey, they're hiring, they're moving forward, and, and maybe nothing ends up happening here. But I do know uh, Rob Manfred, you know, spring trainings, you know, here, pitchers and catchers reporting. Well, what they're thinking is. He had to come out and say, basically, we're gonna, we'll pick up the slack if we have to. Yeah, MLB's back there through the MLB network. But what people are thinking might happen is this might force the MLB's hands to drop their silly local blackout 
whatever. Let's all pray. So you can just go directly and get the MLB, the extra innings package, and it includes your local team. And Which you mm, should be able to do. And so that things are getting closer and closer to that. Well, let's hope that ends up being a positive out of it. I just saw that yesterday, and I thought, well, things are going great. So I know we had – I mean, NBC Sports went through this, right? Our channel doesn't exist. Yep. Old NBC Northwest, they, they, they shut down. They just cut their channel networks, though, down because they still have some representative networks. I think Chicago still exists. Do they really still – I guess San Francisco still Matt has Mayoko one. with yeah. Bay Area one. Like they, they still have three, four, five of them. They cut them down. Maybe that's what they'll do here, but – I mean, we did a whole segment on Toys R Us going bankrupt and leaving. They're in Macy's <laughs> now, and their stores are coming back. I'm that not kidding, true. man. My, my old, that is true. I, I have a brother. He filed for bankruptcy. He was young. He got irresponsible, and he filed for bankruptcy. Like, two years later, his credit was amazing, and he was buying new cars. Like, it's just like a reset button. It's, uh, it's like Michael Scott. Clean, clean the slate. That's what makes that episode so funny. It's sometimes it feels like it's as simple just yelling bankruptcy, having all your debt go away, and, hey, I'm right back in the game. You just got to declare it. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, let's get you set for the night in sports. Also, uh, my review is in. We'll wrap it up there next. All right, we got a Timbers trade that went down. They have sent defender Bill Tuiloma. Tuiloma. Big fan of Tuiloma's game. Trading him to Charlotte FC for $800,000 in GAM. General allocation money. Plus ah. an additional $100,000 based on incentives. Gam. So we got some good gam money. We're getting that gam money. How well, do we feel? Uh, Timber no, swag. I'm not wild. Uh, not Larry Zmabiala needed to be the one to get shipped out of town. Larry Zmab... What? Larry Zmabiala. Zmabiala? He's the weak Larry's. Weak Mabiala. Larry's. You can't trust on him. Is Larry, are you saying a Larry and then a last name? Or are you, it's, no, it's there's an name. S in his first oh, okay. name. It's Larry Mabiala. <laughs> okay. Now you jacked me up. Well, you, no, Tui Loma should like be here. Mabiala needs to get out of town. Okay. Well, now we're more shallow in the defense. Now I'm a little worried. A little thin back there. Yeah. A little thin. Yeah. Got to bolster the defense. Got to have a good defense. Why would we do this move? I don't know. Shout out the owner who shouldn't be owning the team. Okay, there's your Timber news for the day. Uh, can I give you my review of Full Swing? Well, don't go too far. I watched the I'm first, not going to spoil anything. I watched the first man. two episodes. I mean, we know what happened. It's I'm last year's PGA Tour season. No, I, don't I don't know what happened on the scenes. <laughs> I don't know what they were saying. I don't know what they were doing. So my only, I only have one critique of the show that caught me off guard a little bit, and you'll jump into it immediately once you turn on the first episode. It does not go in chronological order. Of the season. Of the season. Of the golf season. And that threw, that threw me for a loop. It's a little odd. It starts kind of the back end, and you're... Yeah, they more set you know. up... It's all player features, so every episode yeah, is so a, the one first, or two the different players. The first episode's more about the... Uh, spends heavily on the uh, Jordan Spieth-Justin yes. Thomas relationship over the years, and yeah. how you can have this friendship and yet be mutually competitive trying to you know beat the snot out of each other every week who uh, episode episode two jumps to brooks kepka and i think scotty scheffler just yeah. kind of they rotate yeah. around the players that they're featuring brooks is broken that's he's, pretty much uh what i figured out there yeah he sucks um, he's a total douche too i, I could not stand brooks kepka yeah um who do you end up rooting for when you because i watched the first episode i started the brooksy episode and then everybody in my house wanted to have conversations with me so i <laughs> i was distracted so i turned it off uh, who do you do end up rooting for when you watch the dynamic between Spieth and, and JT? Like, did Ooh. you have one that you liked? Like, I kind of started leaning JT 
I liked the dad element. I thought that was cool. His dad having a really real moment of like, yo, my dad was an a-hole to me. And I basically, he's like, I don't want to be an a-hole to my kids because I hated it. That was, this moment of them celebrating the PGA Championship together was awesome. Well, it's just not many guys his age. I think a lot of guys his age, and he's a little older, I think, or at least he looks a little older. He's about my dad's age, probably. Yeah. JT's people dad. of that era didn't learn from their experiences, and they just became and did a-hole things to their kids the way their dad was. Like, mm-hmm. there was no cycle breaking. Yes. And obviously, a very privileged life they lived, very good life. But his dad breaking the cycle in that way, I, that resonated with me because I took a lot of things from the way I grew up and what I liked and what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I wish every generation would do that, whereas, like, America, I think, got stuck not cycle breaking. It was, my dad beat the S out of me, <laughs> so I'm going to beat the S out of you. And I don't. I think it's pretty clear it's done nothing but damage our society. But um, I found myself rooting more for JT because Jordan kind of, to me, came off as good friend, but a little too cocky sniffing, <laughs> I'm better than you, friend. He's, he's got the major count in his back pocket. Yeah, I know, but I just ended up kind of rooting for JT more in that friendship. I think the parenting thing is a good like, oh, I've always felt blessed that my dad broke the cycle because he didn't have the best of childhoods and so that's a, that's a really good point and getting to know those kind of dynamics are what that's what makes the show awesome and really like I, the, the the chronological order thing, it threw me for a loop, you get through the first episode and you're like okay, and then you realize they're just going to bounce around and they're going to be different player features and you slowly get used to it um, but th- that to me was always the impact of the show and it was getting to know these guys on a more personal level and you know, I know a lot, I follow golf as close as anybody. I know a lot of their backstories, but even I learned a ton of stuff about all these guys. Yeah. I'll be curious when you get through it. I have one episode left. I will finish today. You got all the way through. I did. Rory's the last episode. I had to save Rory for today. He needed his own day. It's going to be an emotional wreckage going through the Open Championship again. Tell me you were laying on your couch with chip dust on your shirt when your wife walked in and she was like, what did you do all day? Like, uh, nothing, 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 nothing. I cleaned. I did dishes. I promise. Um, but I'll be curious what guys you love the most. I think my three favorites so far, Tony Finau was incredible. Joel Damon's backstory is awe-inspiring, and he is one of the coolest dudes on tour. And Matthew Fitzpatrick is really easy to root for. So I'll be curious when you guys get through it, who you ended up enjoying. But really fun show, and uh, highly recommended on Netflix. Full Swing came out, and I dove in yesterday, baby. Let's talk about the coaching hires that have been that were made this offseason. There's an interesting story by Nancy Armour of USA Today. Something I want to dive into tomorrow. Okay. And KT, I think, is going to join us because the season's done now. We should have our uh, our crab. That should be coming to my house today. So okay. tomorrow, don't eat anything. You guys might have a crab breakfast. Crab breakfast is always good. There you go. Good show. Jason Lockenfora joined us. And Ken Barkley joined us. Lockenfora was great talking about Lamar. If you missed those, go check the podcast. 1080thefan.com. At Dirtness Reagan at 1080thefan. Thanks for being a part of our Thursday. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next for this and this is 1080thefan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 